superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do this. Let's do this. This This is the Rich Eisen Show. Come on. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Matt Ryan's ready. Tannehill's ready. Everybody in the AFC West is up and ready. Dak's ready. Jalen Hurts is ready. Carson Wentz, even he's ready. Matthew Stafford. Oh, my arm. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney. Former NFL general manager Thomas Dimitrov. Former pro Bowl Center, Eric Wood, plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes. Woo! It is. Woo! We mean business is all I'm saying right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're coming straight out of the cannon here in Los Angeles, California, home of the defending Super Bowl champs and home of tonight's National Football League kickoff game, and we kick off this show with some so with some show news as well. We now have a date next Monday. This show debuts on the Roku channel. We are planting a sports and sports talk flag on one of the best platforms ever created for content to be delivered to you. Thanks to our friends at Roku. Roku players and TVs will get us for free. And that's because that's where the Roku channel lives. Same on Samsung Smart TVs, Amazon Fire TVs, the Roku mobile app. It exists, and you get it on your phone, and the Roku channel can be streamed for free on your mobile devices. And then the RokuChannel.com desktops starting on Monday. We will be there on the Roku channel for uh, your viewing and uh, and uh, entertainment and sports information pleasure, 12 to 3 Eastern every day. It's the same show, same studio, same everything, just a different channel, the Roku channel. We're so thrilled about it. So we will be coming out of the box talking about a full uh, week one slate of games on this weekend uh, and getting you ready for the big let's ride. Russell Wilson returned to Seattle. Uh, the Monday night week one finale. We're so excited about all of that. The Rich Eisen Show coming to the Roku channel. So to everybody out there watching us on YouTube, and you've been watching us since uh, we departed uh, the airwaves of Peacock, uh, we appreciate you streaming us on our YouTube page. We'll be doing it all day today. We'll be doing it for tomorrow's show as well. But our YouTube clips will be the way that you can follow us on YouTube uh, moving forward, but the live show and the repeats and clips will also live on the Roku channel. That's the show business and the business of our show. Good to see you, Chris Brockman. What's going on over there? Rich, 
Let's ride. DJ Mikey D, are you going to the game tonight? Yes, I am. You are? 100%. Very good. With someone else that works with us. Okay, very good. Oh, oh you're bringing Hoskins? Whoa. No, I was going to bring Hoskins. He's making Hoskins sit in the nosebleeds. <laughs> no, I'm not. Who are you bringing to the game tonight? Another Liz. Oh, you are? Fantastic. That's why she's wearing a Bill shirt. Of okay. Playing, yeah. Okay, I very good. Them. You should just give your tickets to Hoskins and Liz so they can sit together. It's in, all right. In, it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Do what you want to do. Very good. It's very nice of you to do that. Very good. TJ Jefferson. And light the candle. The NFL season is here. Did you light the candle already? I mean, it is late. We're ready to go. So, <laughs> if you're new to these parts, That's right. where have you been? We've been on the air. Oh, this is our eighth NFL season we're covering. And every single time that we've been on the air at the beginning of an NFL season, I started off by asking Mike Del Tufo for NFL Films music. And I run through all 32 teams and their hopes and their chances and their storylines and their backgrounds for this season. Let's hit it, starting right here in Los Angeles, California. Your defending champion, Los Angeles Rams, they are the ones that can end the longest drought in the history of NFL football, not seeing back-to-back Super Bowl winners. Last time it happened, NFL Network was age two. The first two seasons we covered the NFL at NFL Network, the Patriots went back-to-back. This is our 20th season of covering football. We're 19 years old. It's been that long. Allen Robinson is the new wide receiver there. Bobby Wagner, future Hall of Famer, right behind Aaron Donald and right in front of Jalen Ramsey. Matthew Stafford apparently got a procedure on his elbow. He's feeling all fine and dandy for Cooper Cup and everybody to get out there tonight against the Bills. The Los Angeles Rams are that one of the 32 teams that has a chance to repeat and end the longest such drought without seeing it in the history of the NFL. But the 49ers might be the team standing in their way, the team that almost won the NFC Championship game in that building up the road. We might have been maybe tonight looking at Santa Clara, California for the banner raise, but instead they lost that game. It's now Trey Lance's team, and Jimmy Garoppolo is still in the quarterback room. Who'd have thought that? Debo Samuel spent parts of this offseason saying, I'm never going back there. And guess what? He's back there with a new contract. The offense is all intact. It's all on Lance's shoulders. The defense is intact. It's all on Trey Lance's shoulders, unless it could be on Jimmy Garoppolo's shoulders. How will Kyle Shanahan navigate that in his sixth year coaching in San Francisco? The uh, Arizona Cardinals, it's year four for the Kyler Murray Cliff Kingsbury combination. They have only one playoff season to show for it and no playoff wins. The Rams started their playoff rampage to the championship last year by boat racing Kyler Murray out of that building. He has a new contract. There was a couple of weeks during this uh, uh, offseason, a couple of months, pardon me, during this offseason, we thought he wouldn't be back. And then there was one week when we thought, He just doesn't study very hard, and he needed his iPad time in order to make sure that he studied well enough for a game. How will he handle not having DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games of this season? J.J. Watt, could this be his final ride? Who knows what's going on in Arizona, except that they have an opportunity to shock some people. And then there's the Seattle Seahawks. Year 13 for Pete Carroll, who turned 71 in September. He is the most tenured coach in the NFC, coming off of his first losing season in Seattle since the year before Russell Wilson got drafted. And we all know Russell Wilson is no longer there. What will this team look like in the post-Russ era? Geno Smith, one of our guests on Wednesday's show, 
says it's just another game for him. It's just another start for him. It's just not, as he said, a redemption story for him. But he's got a major opportunity to shock some people on a roster that's young and fast. They've got a fast team. How will they fare with those circumstances? And then we move to the NFC South. Tampa Bay. Tom Brady entering, wait for it, year 23 in the National Football League. Retired, unretired, he's back. Bruce Arians was active, then he retired. It's now Todd Bowles' team. It's his second shot at being a head coach in this league. He was a head coach in New York. There's an upfront problem right in front of Tom Brady on that offensive line, the interior offensive line. Other than that, there's not many question marks on this team, except is this Brady's last ride? Can he ride off into the sunset as a champion, can he make his wait for it? 11th Super Bowl of his GOAT career. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the clear favorites in this division. Then there's the New Orleans Saints with their new head coach in Dennis Allen. Yeah, Sean Payton out there for the first time since 2005. And how will this team look with a defensive-minded coach? Quarterbacked by a guy who went through every single joint in his body in this most bizarre press conference for Jameis Winston before the opener against the Atlanta Falcons. Michael Thomas is back. How will he look? How will this offense look under Dennis Allen in year one of his regime in New Orleans? In Atlanta, Arthur Smith, year two for him, and it's second chance time as a starting quarterback now for Marcus Mariota. Drake London, one of the most... uh, talented young receivers the first young receiver taken off the board in the draft he's banged up going into week one we'll see how he fares how will year two of Kyle Pitts look what will Atlanta look offensively and at all top to bottom with Desmond Ritter the Cincinnati quarterback from college last year waiting in the wings an interesting year crossroad year for Atlanta their first year without Matt Ryan at the controls since Matt Ryan was in college and then there's Carolina Matt Rule The Dean of NFC South coaches. He's the most tenured coach in the division with his team. It's year three for him. Can Christian McCaffrey stay healthy? And what will Baker Mayfield do with his remarkable opportunity? All of a sudden, he's in a better spot than if he stayed in Cleveland, I think. He has a long-term future in Carolina if he can take them to the playoffs for the first time since 2017. Their last playoff win was the NFC Championship game en route to Super Bowl 50. The NFC North, the Detroit Lions, your hard knocks favorites. Is this Jared Goff's final ride in Detroit or as a starting quarterback in this league? We all know that this roar restoration project has been going on for quite some time. Their last playoff appearance was 2016. Their last playoff win was 1991. What will the Lions do in year two? of the Dan Campbell administration. How will Aiden Hutchinson look? The number two overall pick right there. The Chicago Bears, one word. Eberflus! <laughs> Eberflus! <laughs> I think I need to take a Ricola after saying that hey. word. Eberflus! <laughs> Justin Fields, his first full season as starting quarterback there. The bar is set very low in Chicago. Their last playoff win, the 2010 Divisional Game when Cutler beat Russell Wilson on way to the NFC Championship game. They lost to the Packers and Cutler wound up on a stationary bike on the sideline prior to taking a walk 
through Rodeo Drive the next week. Men, you've got the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of people hopping on the Vikings bandwagon with Kevin O'Connell coming from the Rams staff. Can he unlock Kirk Cousins? Justin Jefferson, can he be the top wide receiver in the league? What about Dalvin Cook? All behind a new head coach who is their first offensive-minded head coach since Brad Childress in 2010. Don't forget, he handed things off to Leslie Frazier, who handed things off to Mike Zimmer. What will the Vikings look like with an offensive mindset under the head coaching headset? And then, of course, you've got the Green Bay Packers trying to finish first in their division for the fourth straight year. It's only happened once, folks, when Mike McCarthy ripped off four straight divisional titles after winning the Super Bowl. That's it in the history of the Green Bay Packers. Can Aaron Rodgers win a third straight MVP? One would think if he comes up with 13 wins and another division title to become only the first quarterback in the history of the Green Bay Packers to win four straight division titles twice without Devontae Adams. One would think that would put him in line for the most valuable player in the league. What will the Packers season look like right there with Aaron Rodgers back again now for one would believe, the rest of his career. And then there's the NFC East, the New York Giants, a new head coach and Brian Dayball. What will this offense look like, man? Can Saquon stay healthy? Does Daniel Jones finally have the weapons and the coach around him to evaluate him as a long-term possibility for the New York Giants who have won more than six games only once in the last eight years? And that was the 11-win season of Ben McAdoo that wound up in a one-and-done appearance in Green Bay with Odell Beckham punching a Lambeau wall. The Washington Commanders. We've got a new team named, folks. It's the Washington Commanders. Or the or the the uh, the Commodores, as Stephen A. Smith referred to them the other day. <laughs> There's only one quarterback. One quarterback. Not named Carson Wentz, who has started... A season opener for two different NFC East teams. And his name is Donovan McNabb, who did it, yes, for Washington and Philadelphia. Carson Wentz is adding his name to that mix. Question is, is what's he going to do with that opportunity? He's got a lot of speed burners on offense. Will Chase Young come back soon enough to help that defense? Your Washington commanders right there. The Dallas Cowboys, year three of the aforementioned Mike McCarthy. Can Dak, Zeke, and C.D. Lamb become the new triplets right there the defense is spectacular that's not the question how will the offensive line without Tyron Smith hold up to protect Dak and make some room for Zeke for Zeke and what is uh, Tony Pollard's role going to be and who else other than CeeDee Lamb and an injured Michael Gallup can help that offense for Dallas and then you've got the Philadelphia Eagles Jalen Hurts it's all on his shoulders man that's it only one playoff win since that Super Bowl and that was when the Bears double doinked themselves out of the playoffs in the wild card round against Philadelphia. It's Jalen Hurts' world. He can be a long-term future quarterback in Philadelphia, or this could be his final ride right there. Big, huge opportunity for him. And that's my breakdown of the NFC East teams and the West teams and the Central and the South. That's the National Football Conference going into the 2022 season. Here's the AFC right now. Starting in the West, the Las Vegas Raiders, Josh McDaniels 2.0. How will it be different than when he was with the Denver Broncos? Belichick had a very successful run and still is on one after he crapped out in his first time as a head coach in the NFL, even though, you know, he actually did make the playoffs as a Cleveland Browns head coach. And what ended his tenure there was 
the whole moving of the team. But you get what I'm saying. McDaniels, Derek Carr has got his BFF from college back, the best receiver in the NFL, Devontae Adams. What will he look like? We didn't see him in the preseason at all. Add Chandler Jones to Max Crosby on that defensive line. I've been saying the Raiders win the division. It would be their first division title since their 2002 Super Bowl season. That's the last time the Raiders won their division. And the Broncos, their last playoff win was Super Bowl 50. But let's ride with Russell Wilson. The prize of the offseason quarterback world is now wearing the Denver Broncos orange for a new head coach in Nathaniel Hackett. Is that all you need to add to a team with a young defense and some young receivers and some young offensive linemen and some young running backs? The veteran presence of Russ what will he look like in his first new home in his professional playing career? So much riding on that in Denver. The Kansas City Chiefs have won the division six straight times. The Los Angeles Rams of the 70s won their division seven straight times. The Patriots won 11 straight in the Tom Brady administration. The Chiefs are on a remarkable run as Andy Reid is in his 10th year now in Kansas City. So much shade thrown at Patrick Mahomes this offseason. Just because Tyreek Hill is gone, so many people think the Chiefs will not win uh, and maybe even make the playoffs. What a fascinating season for Kansas City that has Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Scantling and so much more. And then you've got the Los Angeles Chargers, their last division win. 2009, can this be the year with Khalil Mack being added and J.C. Jackson when he's back healthy for year two of Brandon Staley? Justin Herbert has so much MVP talk around him. Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and the rest of that offense and defense. The Chargers look loaded in the most loaded division in football. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Doug Peterson is their new head coach. Or three words, not Urban Meyer. The worst (laughs) head coaching performance in the history of head coaching performances in the National Football League is now in the books. It's in the rearview mirror unless I keep bringing it up, which I plan to do. But Doug Peterson, man, a Super Bowl winning head coach who knows quarterbacks, former quarterback, was a guy who's right near Brett Favre for all those years, an offensive-minded assistant, and then Super Bowl winning head coach. Add him to the mix. What will Trevor Lawrence look like? That's about it. That's about it for the Jacksonville Jaguars and how much can they surprise people and win football games. You could say thing, same thing about the Houston Texans because Lovey is back. Egad, right. Lovey Smith is the head coach in Houston, and Davis Mills, year two, everybody thinks that he was just kind of, you know, a throw-in in the in the draft from a couple of years ago because they knew they were going to lose Deshaun Watson. You might as well take a quarterback, but he's got some ability, and if he came out this year, he might have been the first quarterback off the board. I don't think he's a placeholder. I think he's their future, and I think they're going to play like that with Damian Pierce, this running back, from Florida. Let's see what the Texans can do and how much they can surprise some people. The Tennessee Titans. Is this Ryan Tannehill's last ride? Certainly with Malik Willis drafted in the middle of this last year's draft. Derrick Henry's MVP campaign begins against the Giants this very weekend because how much is this guy going to shoulder of this offense? A.J. Brown is gone. They've got a receiver who looks just like him in height, weight, 
and speed, but can Traylon Burks be the A.J. Brown of this offense as the Titans go for their third straight divisional title? Only other time that's happened, the first three years of their existence when the Houston Oilers were born from 1960 to 62. The Titans have that on their radar screen to try and repeat. Unless the Colts go ahead with Matt Ryan, the natural in his new digs, in his new spot, with that defense and that offensive line and an MVP candidate running back of his own in Jonathan Taylor, can the Colts win this division? By the way, only one playoff win for this very successful franchise since 2014. That's it. Can the Colts match that by making the playoffs and winning a game and getting ahead for Frank Reich? Let's move to the AFC North. This is a loaded division, too. Year four for Lamar. Year 15 for John Harbaugh, for a team that was so banged up last year, almost 30 players on injured reserve last year. So how do you evaluate the running game now that people are back healthy? How do you evaluate the defense now that people are back healthy? How do you evaluate Lamar Jackson when he says, I want a new contract, and he sets a deadline for Friday? How will that affect things for this team? What is their big-time passing game? Could it be two tight ends and Mark Andrews and Isaiah likely? Is that it? Let's see. The Steelers, it's year 16 for Mike Tomlin, who, by the way, in those 16 years has never finished last, never had a losing record, only finished third place once when they were 8-8 eight and eight in 2006. It's Mitchell Trubisky's second shot at being a starter in this league. And then there's Kenny Pickett right behind him. Najee Harris, one of the great young talents at running back. How much is he going to shoulder of this offense as they put it together under maybe uh, a rookie quarterback? We shall see. Cleveland Browns, we all know what a total disaster it has been on the Deshaun Watson front, but it is now potentially behind them. They know it's an 11-game suspension. The question is, is how many games can Jacoby Brissett quarterback this team to in the winner's circle before Deshaun Watson comes back? Can they stay in the division race, let alone the playoff race, without Deshaun Watson in a terrific run game? Amari Cooper's now there on offense. Miles Garrett is a defensive player of the year on defense. Let's see what they can do while they wait for Deshaun Watson to come back. Jacoby Brissett has made only one career start in week one, a season opener, and that was for the 2019 Colts when Andrew Luck surprised them by retiring on the team. Brissett will be under center for the Browns against Baker Mayfield in a huge week one game. The Cincinnati Bengals, they are American football conference champions, and they got even better. And they may have the best quarterback, and I'm saying it. They may wind up having the best quarterback in the conference, and it's loaded. Joe Burrow, can he just say, okay, I hear all the Mahomes talk. I hear all the Josh Allen talk. Guess what? I'm Tom Brady 2.0, and I'm going to lead the Cincinnati Bengals back to the Super Bowl right now because they improved the offensive line in front of me, and I've got weapons galore, and everybody's overlooking us because we're the Cincinnati Bengals who have not won back-to-back division titles since Forrest Gregg's first two years there when he followed up a Super Bowl loss with, wait for it, winning the title in their division again, although it was a strike short in year, but we'll just throw that out. The AFC East, we all know about my Jets. They got loaded up on offense and loaded up on defense with all of these young guys. Can Zach Wilson come back healthy and actually win uh, some games and even shock them to get to the playoffs for the first time since their ground and pound days, back-to-back AFC championship losses that ended in 2010. That's your Jets uh, update right there. And then you've got the Miami Dolphins, their last playoff win. You know when the last time they played a playoff win? I'll tell you. When Jay Fiedler 
beat Peyton Manning in the 2000 wildcard game. That's the last playoff win for the Miami Dolphins. They have made the playoffs a handful of times since then, but they were one and done. And now here comes Mike McDaniel, who's never done this before. And they add Tyreek Hill with Jalen Waddell and Mike Kosicki, and they've got running backs for days, and they've got a hard-hitting defense, and everybody overlooking them because their quarterback is Tua. What's Tua going to do with this opportunity? Can Tyreek Hill bring his game and be electric for the Dolphins in the same way he was for Kansas City? What will Tua do with his opportunity? Year 23 for Bill Belichick, and everybody's wondering if he's lost it. Even with taking a rookie quarterback to the playoffs last season. But they have looked so horrible in preseason with new play callers who have never done that before, despite their experience in Matt Patricia and Joe Judge being in New England. Who the hell knows about what the Patriots can do this year? No earthly idea. But the only thing we definitely know is it's the Buffalo Bills division to lose. It's their division to win. It's their conference to win. It's their league to win. Because top to bottom, from MVP quarterback to stable Uh, locker room to stable coaching staff even though they lost Brian Dable they've got an offense that appears to be on cruise control and they added James Cook and they've added players in the draft and they've got Josh friggin Allen it's this the time for the Buffalo Bills has the moment finally arrived where they get to the mountaintop and bring the Lombardi trophy to western New York can their dreams come true That's my opener for the NFL season here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's ride. Let's take a break because Dabo Sweeney talks a lot too. And we get to get to the Clemson head coach and then we'll get to you. And then we'll also get to Eric Wooden's studio and we'll get to uh, Chris Brockman's final burning questions and his top five teams in the NFL and my five brass ring opportunities. I've got a top five list of my own and you at 844-204-RICH. Dabo Sweeney when we come back. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. When you open up a Mercedes Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors, folks. You're unlocking potential. The potential to do your own thing, be your own boss, do your own success, blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal you set to help you follow your passions, reawaken that spirit of adventure, and check out all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences off your bucket list. Owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live, work, play out your dreams, no matter how far off the beaten path they'll take you. And with 16 body types, your choice of a gas or diesel diesel engine and thousands of ways to customize, a Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter and take it on the road and roll down your window and scream out, Eberfluss! 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 Be careful, because you might want to just keep your hands on 10 and 2. All right? This is LA, baby. We drive at midnight. (laughs) Good thing Dabo Swinney's still in a meeting, and he's going to be calling in top of the hour. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gone on some sort of an Eberflus rant. (laughs) But just think about it. You know, I kind of gave everybody uh, a a quick breakdown. Not so quick, but quick for each team, but all together about 20-minute, you know, soliloquy about, about... the possibilities and the backstories of all these teams going into the season. And that's what the NFL is. I get asked all the time, why is the NFL so successful? I really do get asked that. And it's, it's, it's a simple answer. Okay. It, it, it's multiple parts, but it is simple. One, it's the greatest narrative generating machine ever Two, the off season is long enough to keep your juices flowing. The season is just long enough to make you want more. Okay. And each game is spaced out by a week so there are such few games, they all matter so much, and there's so much for you to talk about in between games. You know, I mean, how many times do you talk about, well, man, what, what happened with uh, Durant and Kyrie and this, that, the other thing, and the Nets, man, they just blew that last night. That was a game they should have won. And then, boom, they play one the next night and they win. Baseball, same way. Hockey, same way. Football spaced out. And then you've got the casual fan locked in because of your fantasy team. Everybody who normally wouldn't follow a league gets their fantasy teams all built, and they feel like they're the new general managers of the year, and they walk around offices and boast (laughs) and and send texts, and they're locked in on, on their team. So the casual fans are there, and then, of course, you know there's gamblers who can't get enough. Can't get enough. But man. please bet responsibly. Of course. So I'm serious. Like that's you put it all together, and and plus you know what, the the, the stars of the game do interviews. You know Rogers. You've seen him all different places. We 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 have stars of the NFL call in here, and I don't take it for granted. Try getting Bryce Harper to call into a show. Trout. I'm serious. Trying it, you know, Aaron Judge, who I would take on this show 15 days to Sunday. How many times you see him do a thing nationally? A thing. Never. That's a good point. You know, tr- these guys got a lot of time on their hands, these baseball I, players, I, I, right? I, I'm, I'm just saying, hoops, like what, what top 
star athlete in the NBA makes himself available talking to fans on shows like this one. And I I understand that this is very uh, egocentric of us to say our show is important and you should call in. But we have a platform and there are many others like this. But NFL players, they call. Even Brady does his own podcast once a week. I mean, like you hear from them. The accessibility is there. So, uh, you know, I put it all together. And so that's why the NFL is so successful. And then you talk about narrative generating machines. There's week-to-week storylines. There's in-game storylines that lead to -to week-to-week storylines. There's season-long storylines. And then the season-long storylines that I just laid out for you are set up the month of March this year. Insane. Insane. Brady unretires, and then Russell, Russell, Wilson, Russell Wilson leaves the Seahawks, gets traded to Denver, and then on the same day, Bobby Wagner gets cut loose. And then Tyreek Hill wakes up one day and says, I want to be traded, and then winds up on the Dolphins that day. I'm sure there was lots going on behind the scenes before all of that. Name any of the free agent transactions off the top of your head. You know, and you can top it. Devontae Adams leaves the Packers after Rodgers says he's signed and coming back. Right. To go to the Vegas Raiders to make the AFC West the deepest division in football, along with the number of players. Randy Gregory of the Cowboys says, I'm coming back, and no, I'm going to Denver. He's on the Broncos. We're going to see him chasing down Geno Smith Monday night. Matt Ryan changes addresses. Then you throw the draft onto the mix. And I'm not even naming half of the transactions that happened. A.J. Brown, a draft day trade to Philadelphia. He gets paid. Debo says, I'm out. Then he's back. The Jimmy G saga. I mean, every team seems to have something like that. That's why, yeah, this could be the greatest NFL season ever because of all those storylines leading into the highly anticipated kickoff tonight and the fan bases around the NFL. I know there's so many arguments about who's got the most passionate fan base. Buffalo Bills are up there, and everybody's talking about this team. I'm one of them as Super Bowl winners, and they're the ones trying to spoil a banner-raising party tonight in Los Angeles where there used to be no football. Now there's two teams. You know, now there's two teams and everybody thinks both teams can win the Super Bowl. Kyler Murray. I knew I had this piece of paper. You bet I do. Here it is. (laughs) I keep it on the desk. This is what essentially kicked everything off because it all started with Kyler Murray scrubbing his Instagram account on the Monday of Super Bowl week here in this town. Then it led to a whole hoo-ha with this thing coming out right before the combine of him saying, I want out if I don't get paid. Then he gets paid and we find out there's a clause in the contract that the team is so concerned about his study habits, they demand he has iPad time without a second screen. That was so weird. And then they take that clause out because there was such a stink about it, and he doesn't have his top receiver because he gets suspended in the middle of all this for six games. For PEDs. Dude, this is insane. 
The longer I talk, the more I remember all the crazy ass, you know what stuff, you know, happened. The hell going on is what Stefan Diggs tweeted out on March 23rd. Hell going on. And that was the the Tyreek Hill news. That was Tyreek Hill. Right. And then a week later, Bobby Wagner winds up here in Los Angeles with the defending world champs, who, by the way, just minutes ago announced Les Snead and Sean McVay, the general manager and head coach, have had contract extensions. Through 2026. Fantastic. Fantastic. Because, as you know, they're a dynamite combination. And in terms of McVeigh, there is a lot of football that I would love to see him coach. And in less need, there is a lot of picks I'd like to see him F. <laughs> Keep on effing. And then, of course, I adore his wife, who I've known for a quarter century, and I love that she's going to be in town at least for the next five years. Or forevermore. I love it. I couldn't love it more. I love this sport. I love talking about it. I love you wanting to talk about it in this room. And you wanting to light these phone lines up. Let's take a break. Let's take your phone calls. And Chris Brockman's top five teams in the NFL on his top 32 list revealed with their burning questions attached. 844-204-RICH with Dabo Swinney and Thomas Dimitrov still to come. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Tomorrow's show, we're going to do where we talking playoffs or what, right? Talking playoffs or what? We're also going to break down. Who uh, called in and said that one time about the winners. crappy Giants? Are we talking playoffs or what? Was that like three years ago? It Some was... guy like the, the Giants, we all knew the Giants were just going to be a there fire so of bad. dumpster yeah. fires. Are we talking playoffs or what? That guy called in. And he's, he's never, never called, called back. back. Never called Jinx. back, right? <laughs> and he's never called back. Never called never back. Call back. If, if you're we out laughing there, our let's, asses let's off, like, smoke him out. Right? Is playoffs or what? That By the way, goes, three years honestly, later, we still play this drop. It was so terrible it's a great looking drop. for yeah. the like. It was the Pat Shermer, the low of the Pat Shermer lows. We talking playoffs or what? <laughs> I mean, and and we playoffs. and then we playoffs? and then we we're like that's got to be a drop. And then we for the we last two years, segment. we turn it into a segment where you throw a team. At me, and I have to say, playoffs. Playoffs or what, man? Or what? Fucking playoffs or what? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> where is he? I don't know. Al, we know where Alan Dallas is. He's worrying about his Giants wherever he is. How are you, Al? Dave Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring, yeah, it doesn't Al. Work, yeah. Just doesn't work. Nice try. Well, with, all with all due respect from uh, Peter from Suffolk, it's uh, Nassau for life, brother. I was, about, I, I was about to say, <laughs> Al, Al, I didn't understand the, the chest puffery over Suffolk <laughs> County. I didn't. It did Come take on, me on. It did, I know. <laughs> 
it did take wow. me back a little bit. I mean, wow, the, island, island crime. the island has only brought the cup to Nassau wow. County, you know, multiple times, you know? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't going through uh, Baiting Hollow and, I know one's got a cu- one's got the Stanley Cup next door to Queens, and the other one has wetlands and beaches. You yeah, know, I mean, yeah, so okay. Crazy. What's going on? What do you got? Uh, and again, to answer Peter's question. Uh, you know, the, the biggest city in the in the world, the biggest city in the country. Uh, Daniel Jones is 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 on the that's true proverbial hot seat for his NFL career. I think because I don't see him like you were saying before. You know, a tour, whoever being a backup. I mean. This is it for, for DJ. I mean, he's made a score, right? He made a lot of money, but his career could be over. I don't know. I, I think he would be a backup somewhere, don't you think? I would think. Or there yeah, is. I mean, or maybe I mean, there's I, some. I guess, I guess you're going to grind it out. I don't know. There could be some coach with like Cutcliffe ties or DNA or it's like, I can do something with this guy. Yeah. To me, Daniel I mean, Jones guess. looks like the, looks like the prototypical takes one coach to say, I got this. I, you know, he's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like he can top out at 23 miles an hour before tripping over nothing, you know, and he can also, th- he could, he could throw a deep ball. I mean, he's really talented. And John Mara was right. They have never given him what he needs. They have no, never I mean, given him what he needs. Timing, ever. timing is everything, you know, place is everything. It just is what it is, right? Sam Donald might've been a different quarterback somewhere else, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Josh Rosen, who's my guy who I always said, you know, is a product of the right, wrong environments every right. time. And, right. you know, Right. Thanks so, for the call, Albert. You'd be well. You'd be well. I'm throwing up the poll. Which quarterback most on thin ice this year? Wentz, Daniel Jones, Tua, Goff? I don't know. Um, even though Goff was the first one to top of, top of mind, I think Goff will lose horribly amongst those other three. Okay. I don't know about you, but that looked like money. Let's throw <laughs> – uh, you want to you wanna throw – who else can we throw in there? I, I, I mean, like Wentz and Daniel three. Jones for sure. Yeah, we've already said this months ago. At least I did. Wentz, Daniel Jones folders. He'll, he'll be working with us next I, year. I, three, yeah. I think throwing Tua in there as well. And Hurts. Jalen Hurts. That's the Hurts. one. Oh, wow. That's the one. Dude, uh, you the other day. Just People yesterday, have him like top five fantasy. I know. Right? And, I'm, and, I, and I, as you know, cape for him saying that I, people don't believe in him because of his college experience and the place where he was drafted and the manner in which he was shepherded into his gig and how high he was drafted despite you know winning in Alabama he needed to be benched for Alabama to win then he took it as a teammate right on the chin a whole year of eligibility just sat there instead of demanding to be transferred and he finally went somewhere and then he went somewhere where there were two other Heisman trophy winners and he wasn't one and then he's drafted second and round to Philadelphia and then he gets his shot and it gets pulled remember he get pulled in the final game yeah so I'm like I'm like that's what's that's what I guess um influences people's opinions of him and then some guy for you know I, I saw on WIP saying that I didn't uh, maybe I don't watch the games that he had only what four touchdowns and six interceptions in the last several games last year and he stunk yeah that's why I'm saying that Okay. They're in Philadelphia, some people are ready to run him out on a rail. All right, it's out. Hit it, Rich. All right. <laughs> it's time for five burning questions. Yes. One for each of the top five now. Top five. On Chris Brockman's countdown of the top teams in the National Football League, 
brought to you by everybody the nfl stream on westwood one this nfl season every westwood one nfl broadcast streams live for free mondays thursdays sunday nights thanksgiving christmas triple headers the international series in every postseason game brings you brockman's burning questions that's a fire all right, Christopher, your top five. Top five. Top five. Very excited. Thanks, everybody, for the feedback on this. Have been a lot of fun doing it. Okay. Now, the team that loses the Super Bowl, Rich, there's just kind of this thought that they struggle the next year, right? So I went back and actually looked it up. Since 2000, okay, there was a stretch where the Super Bowl loser missed the playoffs six out of seven years. Yeah, that ain't happening this year. It ain't happening. <laughs> Rich, it ain't happening recently. Since 2009, 10 of the 13 Super Bowl losers made the playoffs the next year. Seven won playoff games. Of course, the 2018 Patriots made it all the way back to the Super Bowl, and we know that they won it. So the Super Bowl hangover for the loser is no more. What did the Bengals do? They're, they're my number five team. What did they do to get better in the offseason, Rich? They got better on the offensive line. Joe Burrow was sacked the league high 51 times last year. So my burning question for the Bengals is, will that revamped offensive line Bingo. be enough to get the Bengals back to the big game? And I think it will. I think it can be. How about that? I can be because I think the Bills are still the team to beat. But, man, if it's an AFC championship game and Joe Burrow strolling into Western oh. New York, I would, be, I would be nervous. That would be sick. I would be nervous if I'm uh, circling the wagons in Buffalo. But uh, that's it. Can the is it fixing the line? Is that going to get him to the mountaintop again? What's now? Who's number four? Number four is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Did you know, guys, that Tom Brady led the league in completions, attempts, yards, touchdowns last year? He had the most passing yards of his entire career at age forty-four. Most touchdowns since 2007 when he lit the league on fire. But my burning question, of course, is, is this finally the year (laughs) that Tom Brady falls off the cliff? So odd that you moved on from Cincinnati to that question, Chris. (laughs) It's so odd you would move on from Cincinnati to move on to Cincinnati. You ain't falling off a cliff. (laughs) What's next That's over there, the Chris? Number three, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, the Chiefs are three on the I, list. I, I, I got to say. going to love you. I, I, I was out on the Chiefs earlier this offseason. Now I'm back in. back in. But the burning question, is, of course, is what is the offense going to look like without Tyreek Hill? Yeah. And the defense, what's it going to be without Tyron Matthew? I like that kid Karloftis out of Purdue that they drafted. He's going to be a sneaky defensive rookie of the year choice. I think he's going to be really good. Wow, you got the Chiefs third overall. But that is essentially the question. No, Tyreek. Yeah, I think so. What shot do they have? What's the offense going to look like? All right, top two teams, and with all due respect uh, to Western New York, I have them number two because they are not the champs. And for the Bills, will they finally live up to all the expectations that we've not seen on this team since the early 90s? They're the Super Bowl betting favorites. Josh Allen is the betting favorite for MVP. The expectations are there. The pressure is there. Can they live up to it? And the number one team are the champs. Rams house. Whose house, Mike? The Los Angeles Rams. What will Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford do for an encore? Because we saw Cooper Cup put up the greatest wide receiver season ever. Matthew Stafford had the best year of his career overall. And can they do it again? 
I think those uh, last five burning questions, I agree with the exception of Brady. Is he going to fall off a cliff? It's really, can, 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 the, uh, can the Buccaneers protect him? Yeah, I just That's didn't want to go back-to-back back offensive That's lines. my question, is can they protect him? You know. But that's the five burning questions getting ready for the season. The Rams top your powers rankings. Huh? How about well, to be Apple? the man, you got to beat the man. And right now, they're the man. Okay. Those five burning questions and all of them. Great job, by the way, Chris, Thank on you. that for the last week. Hour two coming up, Dabo Swinney. I think he threw Mike off by throwing him in at the end I mean, there. Yeah, you said, whose house, house? Rams house? Like, 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 do you want to drop? Whose house? Like, like, like Mike's like, I wanted you to yell Rams house. Mike's like sitting there saying, I'm playing the music. I'm listening to every word you're saying. Like, what the hell was that was all about? I know. I'm waiting the night. My voice is already a little hoarse. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. Eberflus got me. Oh, Eberflus got me. I got a lozenge over here. You got to pace yourself on the Eberfluses, folks. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. Might I? I just literally said that not, with not a hint of irony. Not a hint of irony at all. Uh, wow, you got the Chiefs third. You are so out on them, and they pulled you back in. They pulled me back in. I, Mina said it yesterday, too. They played in the preseason, which I thought was really important. They sure did. And they looked really, they really, really good did. when they, they were did. out there. And they I was did. like, hmm, wait a second. They did. So. They did. How great. Their first two games, man. The late window, I believe it's CBS, right? I imagine it's going to be Romo and Nance in the desert for Kansas City at uh, Arizona. Kansas City at Arizona. No, yeah. that's on Fox. No, hold on a minute. My bad. Uh, no, I'm looking up. Right? It's no, it's on CBS. Yeah, yeah. yeah CBS. Uh, and, and at the same time, the Chargers play the Raiders. And then the Chiefs play the Chargers in the first Amazon game with Al and Kirk yeah. Curbstreet to kick off week two. Oh, baby. <laughs> I can't think about week two. We got week one tonight. That is correct, sir. Dabo Swinney at Clemson, and we'll talk to Thomas Dimitrov, former front office exec in Atlanta, coming up. 